0: This is Super Yacht Radio. And welcome to Super Yacht Radio. You're tuning in to Update USSA. And we have a very rare, rare event indeed. We've got the beautiful Kitty McGowan. She is on a boat up on the, the fly deck, I think.
1: I am. It is not just a boat, it is a boat called The Mansion. And it is—it looks like a mansion. It's nine thousand square feet, and this thing is bigger than most of the houses I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, but we're here at the beautiful Palm Beach International Boat Show. It's a spectacularly beautiful day, and right here on the river, and uh, between West Palm Beach and Palm Beach, and. Um, we're just happy to be here and not in Ireland, where you had <laughs> I, I'm
0: so envious of you. We've just got off the phone to Michael Howarth, who's uh, the, the journalist. And yes. He is so hungry for a yacht show. He hasn't seen one in nearly a year and a half or something.
1: Um, I have to tell you guys, it is. it feels so good to be back. I mean, we started here in the States at Fort Lauderdale, and that was like our first ticket step the toe in back into the water and this show has always been my favorite show because it is so it's so civilized and it's so lovely and you feel like you're in the south of france and overlooking the water and these beautiful promenades along the river and it's absolutely spectacular you would never know that we just getting away from a a year of lockdown because there's boats everywhere and there's people everywhere, but everyone's being very respectful and very safe. And yes, it can happen. It can happen. And it's you happening right now as we speak a, in
0: all Beach. you just got a big bag of salt and you're rubbing it in our wounds. because
1: <laughs> I am. <laughs> yes, you know it. And we're just coming off of very exciting, which you guys dreamed on Tuesday, the super yacht summit, which was a, a great way to kick off this fantastic event. And
0: um, yeah, the event was very well hosted by Michael Reardon. Did a, did a beautiful and, and what great I'm sorry, but John. Spaloupi. Spaloupi. Uh, I'm sorry. Did, yes. he just, did he come off the set of, of Sopranos? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love what he was saying. I, about I, mattresses. Well, I
1: worked for John <laughs> on two of his yachts and one of them's here at the show. I would have to say looking a little longer in the tooth these days, but because uh, I worked for him back in the in the, in the 80s, ah, and
0: uh, sorry, we air. won't say, <laughs> and,
1: uh, but no, John is definitely entertaining, and uh, Mr. Salupi and his wife are absolutely delightful, and it was really a great combination of different yeah. types of owners, and to be able to get their perspective firsthand um, was really awesome, but I'm and- super excited to have the owners of the Palm Beach International Boat Show, the Marine Industries Association of Palm Beach County. And I have with us today, Alyssa Freeman, who's the executive director, a delightful next gen in our industry. And George Gentili is the current president. And Austin is coming in as the new president here very shortly. So um, it's so cool that they had just like I said with Fort Lauderdale when we chatted back then, that the, to have the fortitude and the strength to work together with the county and Informa to bring this back and bring industry back is just a really fabulous thing.
0: So, so, uh, I'm looking forward to speaking with them and to finding out what's different this year versus uh, the last Farm Beach show. What's the experience? And here Here's Alyssa. Hello, Alyssa. Hi
2: hi how are you
0: hi i'm great i'm so jealous and envious and whatever word it is of you guys you you look like you're uh, so happy at a yacht show we are Uh, we are
2: so happy and that's a really good question that you just asked about how it's different if you're walking into the show if you've been to our show before walking in it looks a lot like it did two years ago which is fantastic um The show in terms of size is still about the same. However, one big thing you will notice that is different are the safety precautions, of course, because of COVID. And so we are requiring people to wear masks while they're at the show. When you come into an entrance, you have to get your temperature checked. They're doing it super easily with the wrist, um, checking the wrist for temperature. They're scanning everybody as they come in and out, which they have not done in the past. So they're keeping track, making sure that there's not... Too many people um, in the show at one time. They're trying to space everything out. The cocktail barges, of course, are extremely popular here. So they're trying to. Not in a boat show. No way. <laughs> um, so they're trying to keep that, especially those areas, um, under control in terms of crowds. Um, so I know yesterday, they did have to turn some people away. And they're trying to keep the chairs and tables and all that spaced out. So I would say the biggest thing would be would be the safety precautions that we're taking right now is the biggest difference that you'll notice. Alyssa, but otherwise, can I, it, otherwise, it looks just like it always did.
3: Yeah. Can I ask, did you have to, you know, restrict numbers or have a specific number of tickets? Or did that change on the volume of people that you could plan
2: so right now so back in 2019 we had about 53,000 attendees total um i don't know what that magic number is right now but i know that informa is monitoring like i said everybody coming in and out so once we do hit that magic number um they are going to step in and and have to make sure that that we're limiting the people coming coming in um for sure
3: um, it, it can, can i say round. that having looked at you know on the positive side i believe you have 1.2 billion dollars worth of marine vessels of all shapes and sizes which is a phenomenally big number floating things
2: <laughs> yes there's so many i mean i wish i wish you could see it but these docks <laughs> are full full of big beautiful yachts And then on land, we have all these wonderful displays with some of the smaller boats. We have a lot of um, retail vendors, um, fishing, like the fishing chairs and all the accessories you could possibly imagine. So the land side of it is filled. And what's so great about this show is that everything is in one spot. I know a lot of the the larger shows, there's multiple locations. You have to shuttle to get to them in our show. Is a favorite, I think. I think among, among the industry because we're here all in one location along the West Palm Beach waterfront, right across from Palm Beach, and it's just amazing. And it's easy, and there's there's parking um, and restaurants. Oh, and uh, yeah, you just walk out You can
1: just walk out of the show and go have a lovely French lunch at Pistache, <laughs> yeah. my favorite spot, or yeah. go anywhere down around Camada Street and have... And then you can just walk right back in. You don't have to get into a taxi or an Uber and go somewhere. And, I mean, like I said earlier, it's just a really very civilized show. Are you and it's easy to words, get to. It's e- I know i am still got that big, giant bag of salt there. <laughs> 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 no, but it's like, the other thing that's different um, in order to help keep things open and breezy because the beautiful thing, and if you're hearing it, it's just there's just always this fantastic breeze that blows in off the ocean is that there's not a lot of, there's no closed spaces. So everything is open. And so the air is constantly moving through and, you know, they really are working hard to ensure the safety and health of everybody that's here. And, you know, people are for the most part, very, very respectful of each other and make sure that they're not, intruding on other people's spaces and but otherwise it honestly you would never know I, I mean like i got here yesterday and i thought i had landed on mars and i was like oh my gosh i feel like a human again i'm back at a boat show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's awesome Um, can I ask um, for,
3: I mean, my my first experience of flibs, it was this fantastic experience of the difference of American boat shows to European. And as we were reviewing the boat show coming up this week, there is, and this is just kind of looking at the fun side of it. You have this aqua
0: pop-up pop-up. aqua. Yes. I'd love to ask (laughs) about this. How the hell do you get a 40,000 gallon tank? To pop up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. The yes. the okay. So, you okay, so the can cake? you say American? <laughs> <laughs> Those crazy good. cowboys go over go here. Go exactly. <laughs> go big or go home. We're not going to yeah. put a twenty thousand gallon pop up. Come on, we're
2: going big. Yeah. So, a, Alyssa, what do guys what
1: a, talk about? That or? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's like a giant pool and I think the fire department has to assist with filling it um, but there's really not much more to say about it. I mean, it, it's, it is. It's just like a gigantic pool and and yeah, but I know they're also, they've been doing a lot of stuff in the water here in the Intracoastal, um, testing out all the toys and stuff and featuring them. They have people demoing them, um, employees out there demoing some of the stuff right on the water within the show. So that's really cool to to see. Yeah.
0: Can I ask one question uh, which did strike me as kind of odd? Uh, the pop-up pool, um, <laughs> I have to laugh when I say that. The pop-up, <laughs> pop-up pool, is, pool is a fresh water pool, which struck me as odd because you know, you've got so much salt water around you. Why would it be fresh water? Is there a reason it- for that? the Firemen were helping pump it up or fence
1: exactly. It up. Yeah. You don't pump salt water out of the yeah. out of the, the interco- out of the <laughs> intercoastal. <laughs> interco- <laughs> actually, the
4: intercoastal <laughs> is actually yeah. brackish. So, it, it, here's George, yeah. Here's hey, hey, everybody over there. Um, yeah, I think they want to do that because they do they're having uh uh special testing of some of the uh the toys and a lot of other things in there. And if they're in the salt water, then they're going to need to have showers and everything, they can't walk around with the salt all over them although we do that when we go to the beach a lot um and it just makes it a lot easier uh, if they're coming out of a freshwater uh environment so okay
1: seeing is that it's so warm here we definitely get a nice refreshing little jump in a pool not a bad (laughs) (laughs) thing sorry i'm pulling out the salt Dave.
4: yeah
0: we don't have that issue we have the shower as we walk down the road there you go It's a given
4: so Well, it's interesting uh, we, we had a we, the, we, we really Picked the right weekend Because we will have No rain Which is very unusual But we're, we're having We're having a very uh, Dry period here In South Florida And uh, Which is great for the show Because it's going to be Nice and breezy it's warm, uh, but uh, no rain predicted for the entire show. So uh, I think what was amazing yesterday is that we had uh, it looked like a weekend day, like a Saturday here at the boat show. And we opened at noon yesterday uh, and it was Thursday. So it's a naturally a work day here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this place looked like a Saturday. It was just mm-hmm. it was it was it was real, and the, and the vendors. The retailers, the boat manufacturers, everybody was just totally shocked because uh, they had so much business coming through the doors.
0: So. No, that's pretty, that's what it's all about. Now, you, you're the yeah. outgoing president. How long have you been president for?
4: I No, I'm the outgoing uh, president. Austin Burkett is the incoming president. I've been president for two years. I've been on the board for about nine years. And... Um, uh, it's one of my favorite associations, although this is, uh, I call this my income job because Alyssa keeps raising my, my salary by zeros, but she never puts a, a figure in front of it.
0: Um, yeah, I, I've got a zero salary as well.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy this organization. It's, it's a great industry. Of course, I'm a big voter. Um, and uh, uh, we, we really thoroughly enjoy working with the business people in the industry here and keeping them uh, up to speed on stuff and working with, working with the community to provide jobs and, and, uh, and we certainly do have a lot and, and there's a lot of economic benefit to this industry in South Florida as well as the entire state. So.
0: Can I ask, is it a very competitive industry from the perspective that you've got flips? You've got Pubibs or Palm Beach, and you've also got now the Miami show that's kind of changing into a, a one bigger show. Is it a, a competitive arena or do you work in concert with the other shows and in, in, it's not that competitive? I mean, how, how does
4: it work? I'm, well, you know, the other shows, um, uh, Informa, who works with us and our partners on the show here, Um, they do a number of the other shows here in South Florida, most of them, Uh, actually all of them, I guess, you know, all over the world. And, you know, this show is particularly, uh, um, good for the entire area because, uh, they actually have more of the larger ships sold here. And I think it's because of the environment and the, um, and, and we're right off the island of Palm beach, um, they they tend to have a tremendous amount of larger boat sales here than they do anywhere else. Um, the other thing I will say is that the industry here in Florida has increased by over 65% since the pandemic uh, was here. And we were all in lockdown uh, because when they originally, when they stopped the lockdown, we were able to at least go out with our families on the boats. And so there's a lot of uh, manufacturers here that have no product, uh, but they're taking orders, and, it, and it's just flying off the wall. Uh, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Um, some of the vendors can't get a boat made for up to eighteen months, um, and they're still being ordered uh, by by the people coming into the show. So it's a it's a great it's a great thing. It, it wasn't great that we had to go through what we did over the last year. You know. Uh, this is a, a, as uh, Kitty said. This is an ex- exciting day for us, uh, and uh, we had to wait till March first to be told by the city that we were going to be able to have the show here. So, you want to know how we were on pins wow. and needles at that point to bring in, <laughs> to bring in almost two billion dollars worth of boats. <laughs> so, anyway, so, hopefully that answers your question.
0: Yep, very well.
1: Well, here's the really cool thing about this show is I've been coming to this show for a really long time. This area was, this show actually really used to be, you know, when you talk about the comp- the competition between the different shows, um, this was like a sport fish show. And so back 10, 15, 20 years ago, this was where all the, this is where all the major sport fish boats were. And the major sport fishing fleet was out of like Hutchinson Island and just north of here. And Fort Lauderdale was more of a retail show and Miami was a dealer show. And so each of them had their kind of niche and Miami became more of an international show. And and so over the years, you've watched them all kind of shift and all the bigger boats move this way when Palm Harbor Marina re- redid this whole marina, which I'm really excited about because I designed the logo for this marina and was part of their whole launch, relaunch of this facility. And since they came in and they dredged out the basin and they were able to bring in big boats, this show has just exploded in the big boat world. And you couple that with the proximity to Rybovich, it's it's really spectacular because we're able to have a lot of big boats very close to each other. It's easy to get out of in and out of Palm Beach International Airport, which is very close. And it just again, it becomes that ease of of access, where it's not like you're two planes, a train, and an automobile to get here. It's a pretty straight shot, and it's easy to access. And the ocean is not that far away. And it's a, as as George was saying, it's a it's a really beautiful place where we're looking right across at Palm at Palm Beach, and that is like. Worth Avenue and all of this amazing wealth and well, and this time of year before Easter we still have a lot of the snowbirds although yes. I don't know that they're going to leave. They're all staying and buying here. what?
0: Can I ask uh, and that was something I wanted to raise actually. Uh, uh, get me ro- uh, correct me if I'm wrong on my uh, demography here but my understanding is that Palm Beach is an area of um, high net worth individuals. So does that oh, have yeah. a big influence on this show compared to flips? Would you would, would it attract more of those and you'd have more purchasing going on or does that make a difference?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, each show, honestly, while it's one industry, each show kind of has its own individual flavor. Like I said, Miami shows are tend to be more uh, Central America, South America – uh, a lot of international in Miami. This show while there's there in past years there has been a lot of international a lot of the Dutch builders and everybody came here and had great shows. this is a different it, it, each each show has kind of its own unique taste and flavor and this <laughs> critical, the city of West Palm Beach, you know how I am about my taste and my food. Just <laughs> so, about the I can taste the difference here. <laughs> the city of West Palm Beach several years ago, very, very smartly spent some money and, and upgraded the infrastructure along the intercoastal here and has made it, honestly, I'm not joking, it, it does feel like you're in on the south of France and you're walking along and they've made these beautiful little pathways and benches and lighting and It is it because it's not the whole thing is not a manufactured site like many of the other boat shows. So it's absolutely spectacular and the infrastructure here is makes it very comfortable and very lovely and and it is a very palm beachy show, you know. I mean, you see a lot of pink pants and you know, you see a lot of that.
0: It's like the south of France without the dog poop.
1: I keep losing you. What was that?
0: I said it's like the south of France but without the dog poop. Well, no, there is some of that too, but most people here, like
1: unlike France, they actually pick up their poop here. <laughs> Sorry, nothing bad about the French, but hey, no, our listeners need to know this. They <laughs> actually, have, we actually have dog stations, dog uh, poop bag stations, where you can dump your poop and pick up a bag. But that's that's all for another story. We're not going to the dogs at this show, Dave. Come on. Is there a for that? <laughs> But I'd like to introduce you because one of the really cool things about the yachting industry um, that still exists, that's starting to change and we're becoming more corporate is that it's very much a mom and pop industry. It's a lot of multi-generational businesses. It's a lot of, you know, like my grandfather, my great-grandfather started this business and the really cool. What's that?
0: Like Denison. Well, like Denison. Oh,
1: heck yeah. I mean, my first job was... On a Broward, and I mean, I, I mean, I grew up right around the corner from there. And mm-hmm. you know, Broward Marine before it was Broward used to build. We were part of the war down here, and they built yeah. minesweepers. They would build a hundred and twenty-foot minesweeper every week, and they would launch it out of out of Fort Lauderdale because we had U-boats patrolling off the coast of Fort Lauderdale. Well, and so
0: they, they started when, when they bought it. They started with free uh, boats, and then progressed into. What they're doing now yes
1: exactly well and and dennison um that d- d- they're here and they have an absolutely spectacular pavilion here at the show and they have very very well represented for the for the dennison family but uh the incoming president for mia palm beach um, actually is a great story he's uh, like that next coming generation like Alyssa where he just bought his grandfather's business, um, it's E.J. Schrader Mattress Company, which they make custom mattresses for all of these beautiful yachts. And so let me introduce you to Austin Briquette.
4: How you guys doing? Hey Hi, Austin. Austin, how are
2: you? Uh, yeah,
4: good. Um So yeah, I, I bought the company about two years ago. Um, we are a little family-owned company here in West Palm Beach on our 65th year. Uh, we actually we have a booth here at the show. And I can say just from yesterday, which is usually just a, a light day, you have a lot of qualified buyers in. But yesterday, like they were saying, was absolutely slammed. Every vendor's booth was full. Everybody was selling things, and, and which is really good for Thursday. Um, so we think the industry is kicking back. Twice fold
0: right now. So. We, do you get people wanting to test out the mattress before they buy it, or do they <laughs> do they do it?
4: <laughs> no? They're testing them. Yeah, everybody. They were all laying on them yesterday. <laughs> yesterday.
0: <laughs> Dave, <laughs> I was
1: just saying to Austin after last night, I need to go take a nap. Is there one that's behind a wall somewhere <laughs> I can go? I was going to say drive d- a mattress.
0: Do you curtain off an area so people can just have a uh, you know, private testing?
4: After a couple of drinks, they're fine just laying out there. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Everybody loves they, they, something on a boat that no one thinks about. They spend a third of their time there. And uh, when they come to the show, they see us or they see Dana Handcraft. He's another great manufacturer. And, and
1: a USSA member.
4: She's getting on me because I forgot to sign up this year. <laughs> so, but I yeah. don't
0: know because uh, I was listening to the summit and uh, John, I forget his surname. Was his name? We, we did that for him. Yeah.
4: The he, two mattresses he, on the boat. he has
0: his own mattress. That's right. In case one of the guests have a, cut short in the middle of the night and yeah. uh, so they've got you know double mattresses for the boat i thought it was a good we, idea we
4: do that for a lot of owners actually believe it or not they'll they'll store them or they'll uh Motoyot eternity we just did one for same thing it's a charter boat but the owner likes to use it as well and you we get a lot of requests for that nowadays
0: i, never thought about that. <laughs> I, I can understand that i've been to some hotels you, you, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i've been there and so um you've just taken over the company
4: yeah, uh, of- I bought our, with our plant manager about 2 years ago.
0: Uh-huh. And so, are you make, we are you we've making been, any radical changes or are you just continue You
4: know what? It, just a little uh, little face changes to it, but our quality's the same. I mean, we've been after yeah, we're here in US and West Palm locally made, so we've been doing it 65 years now. I mean, we have it down pat. We're just, you know, trying to stay with modern times at the moment.
0: Can good uh, uh, to ask but, about the process. I mean, if I were, if I was to come to you and say I want a mattress, uh-huh. <clears throat> Um, is like an interviewing where you ask, you know, what kind of mattress do I want? Do I want soft? Yep. Do I want hard? What, you know, how do you sleep? How do you do you, do you custom fit yeah. to somebody? Uh, well, a lot of
4: cases, we'll we'll have you come into the showroom, or we can do it over the phone. Uh, but we'll also make his and her side mattresses, which have been saving divorces for uh-huh. years. Uh, we'll have your side firmer than than the her side, or vice versa. And you could have two do you, do different have, densities within the same mattress.
0: Do you have a bit in the middle that suits both of you?
4: Yeah, you can. You can blend them together, and then we also make twelve foot wide beds. We've made some twenty foot wide mattresses um, for anybody needing those, but you know, for yeah, parties. You
0: your space th- there. People that
4: you. like to stick with their dogs is what they usually say. <laughs> yeah, so, all their That's labradors.
2: What they say Austin.
1: <laughs> they,
4: I don't ask questions. We just make the beds and we smile. it's Not
1: and... the eighties anymore.
0: Live and let live. Yeah.
4: In this industry, you always get weird requests, but you know what? They're they're good customers, and we always take care of them. So, uh, we I have, will we say this past sure. year during <laughs> well, I'll say during this past year during a COVID year, a lot of companies, a lot of vendors in the marine industry thought they were going to get really hurt. So everybody kind of buckled down a little bit. But everybody I've talked to has been busier than ever. It's probably been everybody's best year in the marine industry. From the guys doing mattresses, the guys doing air conditioning, doing carpentry, they've been completely booked up to the point they can't even find help so it's it's been really good so
0: like without the death and the lockdown pandemics are great for business
4: everybody wanted to spend money Uh, they they didn't travel they didn't do anything so they figured you know especially the boats that couldn't go to the islands they figured well let's try to let's get a refit done this year so it's been excellent for the industry
0: and are you excited about becoming president of mia
4: i am i have some big shoes to fill but we have a great team we have George's going to be gone, but he'll still be around. Uh, Michael Kennedy's on the backside as well. Uh, Vice President Ray will be helping out a lot. Uh, but when you have a great team in place and they've, they've been doing this for years, it, it just kind of runs itself. So I just need to steer the ship.
0: He says confidently. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we'll see. It oh, should be I, good.
0: Oh, how naive! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just give him a year, Dave. We'll be back here next year, and he'll go. Oh my gosh!
4: I, I'm yeah, gent- let's do it before and after. I'm That'll gent- be like like
1: like George saying is that yeah, Alyssa keeps raising my 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 salary by zeros. And yeah, it's like okay. it, it's a hard job. I mean, <laughs> when you're working for an association as a volunteer board member, I mean, there's a lot going on, and and. I mean, it's I mean, I I can tell you just from my own personal experience and over the last year when everyone's been so busy, you know, and we weren't able to be together and I would have members say, well, I'm not going to renew my membership because uh, I didn't get to get together. We didn't have any networking and blah, blah, blah. And I'll say, well, wait a second. We've worked 10 times harder to keep everybody on the job, and that's one of the things that uh, that they do up here in Palm Beach, and that Alyssa and her team have been working really hard to keep the industry relevant and essential and moving forward, so that our our companies, like Austin was saying, are able to provide goods and services as they go
0: along. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. a lot more that you do as well uh, behind the scenes, of you know, for example, lobbying, etc. There's a lot of good work that keeps on going, pandemic or no pandemic.
2: Right, exactly. And the issue, just because there's a pandemic doesn't mean that the issues end, go to sleep. I mean, they're still here. So um, we're fortunate enough. We have two lobbyists up in in Tallahassee, the capital of Florida, working on our behalf and on behalf of our members. Um, There are some issues, ongoing issues. Um, Access is one of the biggest ones. We need to preserve and protect access for voters. Um, as you know, development happens. Um, we tend to lose a lot of the access, um, especially public access, boat ramps and things, things like that. So that's super important that we maintain access, public access for boats, and not just and not just the yachts, but also for you know the, the smaller boats. I mean, I have a boat that I trailer to the boat ramp um, often. <laughs> <Because> this <laughs> pandemic, I've been going often, and so. It's important as much, that as, it, possible. as much as yeah thank you as much as possible so it's important that we maintain that access it's important that we maintain theres there's you know water quality issues that we want to make sure that you know when we go boating or go fishing that the water is clean for for us and for our children to swim in and so um, that's something that's always on the forefront um, also dealing with um, the abandoned vessels the derelict vessels you know people can can t- bring these vessels out in the water and anchor them and just leave them and so that's something that we've been trying to um to work on and, and create better laws so that we can avoid that and and um but it's still ensure that the the cruisers still have a place to anchor their boats should they want to and we've been working on managed mooring fields and and um and, and affordable things for some of these guys but yeah i mean lots of lots of issues and we're we're constantly working we have a legislative committee that's constantly working on the issues george i don't know if you want to add anything yeah well,
4: uh, uh, actually uh, Alyssa and i participated the this morning, with the uh, with the Palm Beach North Chamber of Commerce and the uh, Palm Beach County School Board, which is actually one of the largest school boards in the country, actually, um, and we uh, we're trying to work out uh, getting uh, trade um, education in the schools again, particularly for the marine industries, because there's so many diverse jobs in this industry, but there's a lot of there's a lot of um, uh, kids going through school that um, really need a trade, and, and they really are not college bound, and we really need to provide them. And some of the some of the employment uh, po- possibilities uh, are tremendous. They could make excellent salaries and have great careers. So our be, industry is, in is, is taking upon herself to go ahead and work with them.
0: Uh, would this be in the form of apprenticeships in the school? So if you're not going to college, yes. you could look at doing a kind of woodwork. That's towards yachting, woodwork, that kind of thing.
4: Yeah, we were t- we were talking about it this morning in a in a uh, they're they're actually doing some uh, some investigating right now, but we're kind of telling them that the jobs in the industry are very diverse, and it you know everything from retail sales to uh, doing fiberglass work and woodwork on boats. Um, and yes, it it there will be apprenticeships, and a lot of the larger Manufacturers and and, re, and repair facilities, uh, the Ryboviches, the Viking, uh, they're participating. Uh, and they were there with us today, participating to try to direct the school board on what they should be providing education for these these uh, kids coming out of uh, out of um, high school, uh, and that may not be college bound. And I, I think it's tremendous because you know it, there's a lot of opportunities for them. So. So that's just some of the things that our industry is involved in. Uh, this boat shows uh, bringing in uh, about $84 million this weekend into the Palm Beach County in, uh, economic uh, environment. Uh, there's about 4,000 jobs created. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a great, great boost to Palm Beach County. What is it, about $700 million for the state? Yeah. Yeah, about $700 million being brought in to the state of Florida. That's it's not anything to sneeze at.
0: That's almost the same as your salary.
4: <laughs> well, you know, well, you same, know, I was going to mention we're we're gonna we're gonna mentor Austin, the incoming president, on how to how to draw a one or two or three instead of just a zero out there. So so maybe we can get him to sign a check someday that has a little bit of a different figure in it. But we'll see. So you know, just joking. We I, I love this industry. I'll be volunteering until uh, somebody takes me out. So, how about that?
1: (laughs) Wow. How about those Italians? Until somebody comes and takes them out. Well, I mean, Moves me out. I know.
0: Careful what you say.
1: (laughs) Anyway. No, but it's, it's without associations like the Marine Industries Association of Palm Beach, MIASF, the marine industry of South Florida, we've had on the show and Mm -hmm. and others around the country. I mean, that's one of the things that over the last year with the pandemic, despite having a lot of lockdowns and openings and closings around the country, our industry stayed very, very strong in terms of communicating with each other about what's happening and how we can uh, keep things uh, essential, keep jobs going. Keep as as Alyssa said, access to waterways. I mean, in some states, it was it was a challenge, and that they really thought that oh, that you know, putting people out on the water is going to be a super spreading environment. But I'm sorry, there's no better way than than being on your boat to socially distance. And um, as as you heard on Tuesday at the summit, you know, I mean, it was a challenge for some of these big boat owners because you know with. With, you know super wealthy people i mean most people not just even super wealthy but you know to be around a lot of these young kids that are crew people because dave you know we were all a former crew people and you know to tie them onto a boat in very small quarters for months and months on end without any sort of break becomes a challenge and um so to be able to get out and and to now that we're getting kind of not past things i mean because we're certainly not out of the woods yet but but at least people are starting to feel more confident and about getting out there and being around other people. And, you know, you're still doing that. I don't know whether to shake your hand, fist bump you, elbow bump, you know, and I'm a hugger. So it makes it harder for me. So I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) And, but it's so great to be here in a place where we can all be together and celebrating not just an industry that we love, but it's, it's a, it's a passion and it's fun and it's, um, and it, the, the, as, as George was saying, is that it's a, the the um, the economic impact to this community in the state is absolutely incredible. So the more we can continue to promote it and get. And that's where to me, I, I feel bad that, you know, a lot of Europe is. Aren't you guys back on lockdown again?
0: Yes. Probably we,
3: we've months. got another we've been, just been told potentially another two months.
1: Oh, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. that's, that's unfortunate. And, you know, I mean, there are places in this country where, um, you know, because a, a lot of like Europe is that, you know, as a, as a Republic, our country is driven by States and each state has the ability within a, within a framework to kind of guide their own state. And Florida, our governor has been very, very pro business and working to try and do things safely and keep the economy moving, whereas that's not the case in other states. And what we're seeing is a lot of migration out of those states, because people are like, I'm not staying here, I got to get out of my house. And, and there as as they were saying before, is like the our real estate prices have gone up like 36% in the last year, and try and find a house to buy in South Florida, or even a rental is insane. And um, so it's, it's, I mean, it's been a boon and a bust for a lot of things. And it's been uh, a lot of fun. And what the other cool event adv- new thing for this particular show in terms of trying to define the luxury brand and that ultra high end, they've created this whole experience called the Sapphire Experience, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's the ultimate concierge because that's one of the things that uh, people say, well, I mean, like I'm, I'm this ultra wealthy guy that's used to jumping On my helicopter and popping to my boat and dropping off and, and, you know, not having to deal with the stroller brigades and walking through mazes of, of, of t-shirt and trinket vendors. And, and so they've created this whole experience called the Sapphire experience. And it's, they have a one here and at Rybovich so that it's, if whatever you need, whatever you want, they can make it happen. And let's not go there, Dave. We're talking about <laughs> something. <laughs> um, family, but I mean, family show. <laughs> it's a family show. But it's all about, you know, it's all about customer service and about making sure that the customer is happy. And and that's one thing I, I can say, honestly, and, and actually Mr. Tulupi said it on Tuesday, coming from the luxury car brand industry that he's come from, is that, I mean, you can buy a $2 million car and the customer service that you get from a car dealer is sometimes ten times better than some of the, the boating industry, and and so we're we're catching up quickly on the customer service side in the boating industry, and trying to make our products and our customer service second to none. Because if I'm going to go spend forty million dollars on a boat, you know, I wouldn't mind having a big red bow put on it and a bottle of champagne. You know, so uh,
0: can I ask one question? You just. A little bit going back to the COVID thing. We're hearing in Europe about what's going on in Miami and that there's a curve. Is that effect, is the spring break type of thing affecting Palm Beach? Oh, um,
3: yeah. Or is that, that kind of limited to Miami issues?
4: No, it's... <laughs> hang on, it's, it's everywhere, but... Yeah, I mean, they, 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 uh, the spring break from all the colleges, it's, it really affects everywhere. I mean, we have it here in Palm Beach County as well uh, Miami specifically, you know, uh, the, the South beach and that area is just inundated with students. And, uh, and it's very more, it's much more popular. Fort Lauderdale beach is also, uh, inundated. Um, the, the mayor put in, you know, uh, um, curfews to, to, uh, try to scale down the, uh, super spreading events and, you know, and, and of course, nobody wants to listen to any of the safety factors when you're when you're a uh, college student. It's a party, party, party. And so, yeah, they've been having issues there. Uh, and they're Beach, just trying. Having- I'm sorry.
0: Are you having curfews in Palm Beach? Or is-
4: no, we're no, we haven't had we, we don't have the uh, the amount of people come into Palm Beach as they do in um uh, Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, those are the, the more popular areas. They've always been that way. You know, <laughs> used that? to be
1: called Fort Lickerdale.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and the West Coast is really kind of not really. They don't have a lot of in, uh, infusion of a student population during spring break. It's really the Southeast Florida area. And Miami seems to get the brunt of it. Uh, South Beach is just tremendously popular. Um, uh A lot of wide expansive beach areas, a lot of uh, bars, a lot of hotels all in one area in South Beach. And it's the the place to go.
1: Actually, one of the most famous hotels in Miami, the Clevelander on South Beach, closed. Yeah. They closed the hotel and they said they weren't taking any more customers because they didn't want to have to deal with any any sort of issues with COVID. And yeah, it really did. I mean, they were expecting it to kind of... Go a little crazy. I mean, there's you think about the fact that a lot of these people have been trapped or locked down or kept, you know, away from other people. So it, it, it you have to kind of expect that that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it, they, I don't think that anyone was prepared for the massive influx. They, they said that the, the flights into Miami International Airport tripled over where they were a month ago. And so that says a lot that there's a lot of traffic moving into South Florida.
3: Wow. Yeah, we could see it. But fortunate that it's not, it's not having an effect on the show because, you know, curfew on the first big boat show of the year would be extremely disappointing.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I mean, as, and as George said earlier that, I mean, like it, it was down to the, you know, like 10 days or so before the show, before they actually got final approval to go forward. So I mean that none of this is being. I mean, I, and I want to make sure that we really impress upon the people listening that nothing's being taken very cavalierly here. Everything's being taken very seriously, and it's and it's hard when you're watching the news and you're watching TV and you see all these people running around like the crazy Wild West, and and the owners of the show, the Mia Palm Beach, and George and Alyssa and Austin and their boards and and informa as well, because this is their livelihood. Um, you know, they, they take this very seriously. And, um, so it's, it is, it is a very serious subject, even though it's really nice to be back and seeing people again. And, um, but it is, I mean, they have, uh, not police, but like mask police walking around saying, okay, put your mask on, or you're too close together, separate. And, like we had, when I met, when I, we chatted last year from the Connecticut show in uh, Bridgeport, you know, we, they, we that that show is way smaller than this, where they had cameras and they were looking at every aspect and they would send somebody like an ambassador down to say, okay, we got too many people congregating here. But that was really in the in the total pinnacle of COVID when we had that summer spike. So um, yeah, it's, I mean, fair. it's, it's <laughs> what's that?
0: His parents used to do that while we were dating. They'd come up and tell us.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: And Kitty, can I ask from the, the super yacht side, um, are there, are, are you see, are the big boats there as well? Are there the oh, familiar yeah. your names?
4: <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah. I mean, pretty much as, as we said, when we started, it's like, I, honest to God, I'm looking around and... I, I feel like I'm having, you know, a back a time flash, and it's a, uh, it's like, oh my gosh, I woke up and it's two years ago, and all the big boats are here, and um, I mean, not all the big boats, but there's a huge number of them here between here and Rybovich, which is just up the up the street in uh, in Riviera Beach, and you know, they're they're all here, and and it's uh, people, and as as Austin said, and as George said, I mean, people are buying, and it's not a matter of. Of people wanting it. It's just a matter of having inventory and having having product to sell. I mean, everybody I know that says, if I had 10 more boats, I'd sold them already. Um, so, yeah, those $40 million boats are flying off the shelves.
0: <laughs> Is that pushing up the price of the boats? Yeah, if there's high demand, are we, are we finding... Oh, yeah,
1: without a doubt. Is that pushing up the price? Yeah. I mean, it reminds me back in the days when, you know, the, the weight at um, at a at a shipyard could be you know some of the Dutch builders Fed Ship and stuff where you get in line and you pay for a space in line and then there would be those com- those guys that would go buy a spot in line only to turn around and sell it at a profit yeah. so that if I'm if I'm only at a, a year out then and you're at five years out okay how much is it worth to you to say can I buy your spot so that's kind of where we are it's 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 kind of back to that. Yeah. But and, and it's and it's oh it's a great time for builders. You know, but I tell you, the other challenge is is, is is uh products being able to get. Raw I mean, material. raw materials and this, this. Yeah, I mean, from overseas and trying to deal with all of that. I mean, this this COVID coma has really created a kind of a challenge with supply chain and being able to get the raw materials for fiberglass and aluminum and steel and all the other things even electronics and stuff it's you know so many things are back and forth and then you tie in brexit on top of all of that it it definitely adds a lot to the the challenge factor but you know we're still uh, endeavoring to persevere Um, Kitty,
3: I mean, we've heard from you, the American market has remained very strong and buoyant. In this show, are you seeing any difference to some of the, the European names that you would normally see that you wouldn't see as much of? Because if nothing else, travel restrictions have made the logistics of it a bit more difficult.
1: Well, I mean, there's definitely that. I mean, the travel bans have made things very complicated. I mean, one of the things that our industry did was work with the State Department and um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection to allow for yacht crew to have it tied into their visas that they were deemed essential as part of transportation, and they were able to come and go. But coming and going, I mean, there's ways you can do it, but it has restricted some of the things, although... We had the guys here from Amos and Damon on Tuesday, who's now actually joining the U.S. Super Association, as is Heason, um, because I think I shamelessly shamed him into it on Tuesday. <laughs> 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 um, but it is it is kind of impacting that. I mean, I my phone this morning was kind of blowing up from all my friends in the Netherlands they are saying, we want to be in Florida. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it is, it, that is kind of adding a little bit of a crunch to things, but, um, but from the rest of the country, they're here. And I mean, it's, uh, I know Burger boat companies here, one of our U S builders, mm-hmm. Westport was supposed to be here. And then at the last minute, they 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 kind of changed their their mind and they didn't come mostly because Washington State, um, similar to what I was mentioning earlier, is every state has their own ability to manage their own state and Westport has gotten kind of hammered by the rules and regulations in their state and being able to you know continue on and it's made it has made it difficult for them to pursue you know continuing to build and it has kind of put them a little behind the eight ball but. You know, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're a great company, and there's a, there's a lot of strong work ethic up there, and it's just being able to get on the job is a hard thing.
0: Yeah, so, you've also got you got Delta, so, you got you know, some
1: yeah, Delta's, Delta's up, there up there and there. and uh, Nordland's up there and mm-hmm. I mean so yeah the, the the Pacific Northwest as we've we've had on the show a couple times I mean that really is the the hotbed of where our industry build market is outside of Manitowoc, Wisconsin mm-hmm. and you know like one of the things that we're doing um, that we're working on right now and our challenges is the fact that Canada has closed their northern their border. With the United States and our Customs and Border Protection, just issued a new edict that transportation between Mexico and the U.S. and Canada and the U.S. is just like there's always something. And so,
0: has that completely annexed um, Alaska?
1: Well, I mean, there—that's so funny you should say that. I mean, I've, I've had I've been on meetings every day for the last two weeks about how do we how do we transit through. Canadian waters to get to Alaska, and we were able to do it last year. It was a late summer for them, but they had they still had a season, and I think we'll be able to get it done this year. Um, and now we're trying to work on the St. Lawrence Seaway so that the boats can access the Great Lakes. So, I mean, that, again, that's that's what associations like U.S. Yacht Association does, MIA Palm Beach. I know U.S. Congresswoman Lois Frankel. Um, who originally was the mayor of West Palm Beach, um, is now a U.S. congresswoman, is coming by later. And uh, she's always been a very big advocate of our industry. She understands the economic impact that this industry brings to the community. And even though we're not a big industry, we certainly pack a a ginormous mallet on economic impact. and. And that that is something that needs to be protected and that's what we're all doing and that's why we're here at this spectacular show
0: I mean, between Palm Beach and Flips that's two billion going into the economy
1: Oh it, no they, they the, the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show which until I mean like this year is that it, it is more economic impact than the Super Bowl and it happens every year now we're lucky if we get a Super Bowl once every four years or five years, and it happens every year. And as, as George was saying, the thousands of jobs. And of course, there's a helicopter coming over right now trying to film the show. Uh, so I apologize for the, the noise. And we're going to wave and say hi. They're, they're shooting the show because it's, uh, as I said, it's an absolutely spectacular day here. The breeze is magnificent. and. And, and it, it, normally it is rare that you have a dry show because I have spent many shows holding the tent down as the, these giant squalls would blow past. But uh, that, one of the things I'd like to ask um, our three guests here today is that where where next? I mean, where do you see the industry going? Um, do you how do you see it growing? And and in your own sector of the business, um, where how do you see things going? And is is this show a great? start for that
4: um i, I think what we're going to see more of in in the south florida area or the east coast is uh is really a lot more um, mega yacht facilities that are um very similar of those in europe um, starting to move into this area to take care of uh, uh that that sector of the industry um i don't know where the the smaller vessel um uh, manufacturers are going to go i think that they're inundated right now and they hope it continues um i, I do think that that will continue but i think the mega yacht uh, industry here in, in south florida uh or central and south florida is going to take off i think we're going to see some very big facilities to do the maintenance and take care of and, uh, and have uh crew quarters and uh, we've, um, I'm, a, I'm a land planner and landscape architect. That's where I really get my salary. Um, and uh, I am doing, I've done a number of uh, conceptual site plans for mega facilities on the east coast of Florida. So we'll see if they come into the area. I think that's where it's going.
0: Uh, would you imagine the smaller builders moving to somewhere with cheaper real estate the waterfront
4: probably uh, yeah it's it's uh, there there's a there's a you know there's a number of uh, acquisitions that were done when the real estate market here was uh, was a little less and um, I think that uh, a, a lot of the people that are doing uh, that sector are uh, in good shape, and I think we'll see some things. And there's also some, uh, there's also some counties and cities that have waterfront areas where they have uh, maintained them for themselves, and they'll probably joint venture to bring in the economic boost to those areas. So I think we're going to see some of that as well.
3: Well, thank you, George. Um, we are just out of time, Kitty. We're coming up on the news, but yep. right. So fun to see you at a boat,
0: Joey, even if we can't be there with you. Well, I
1: have- I know you guys will have to be here next year. I'm you shocked. bet. I'm
0: shocked not to see a rose in your hand. And I'll continue rubbing day. the
1: salt in it, Dave. <laughs> As you're wearing your giant uh, Cardi and, and uh, freezing your knickers off over there, I'll have to work on my suntan. I brought some sunscreen because so I got sunburned yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only up from here and uh i you know we, we wish you all staying well and healthy and everybody around the world that's listening um you know we appreciate your support and you know without everybody working together in the industry we wouldn't be able to do it so uh thank you guys so much for everything you do for
0: us well that's why we call it a community
1: it is a community and i love our community here and Special thanks to Alyssa and George and Austin from the Marine yes. Industries Association of Palm Beach County and everybody yeah, and here at the Boat Show. Uh, our love to all of you, and we look forward to seeing you all at shows very soon. Thank Coming you, to you know. a neighborhood near you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you, Alyssa, and uh, good luck in fitting into those shoes. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Good luck
1: in fitting Sorry. into those shoes. <laughs> thank,
0: you. thank you very <laughs> much. They'll be very comfortable. Uh, Hopefully thank- we see
4: you over here like- Bed soon.
0: Uh, yeah, I'd love to try out one of your mattresses. It's been a long
4: time. <laughs> and it's I'm, not let's...
1: like when they say we're going to the mattresses, you know, that's <laughs> this is like actually a really good mattress. Yeah, so.
0: I haven't said that to another man, but um <laughs> <laughs> I heard a lot, You're good. Yeah,
1: everyone says that to him, Dave. Well, will you guys have a wonderful weekend and thank you so much for everything and uh it's you always will. great to end the week with you yeah, Indeed, you well have fun this weekend
3: And we will catch you up next week And hear about the rest of the weekend
0: And that was Absolutely our- <laughs> Alright, stay well From USSA with the MIA Team at uh, the PB I <laughs>
3: at the
1: Palm Beach the International M-A-B- Boat A-B- Show. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know our industry accurate. Accurate has nothing but acronyms. <laughs> it's a M-O-U-S-E, Mickey Mouse of, of industry. So uh, I'll catch you on the Alright guys.
0: Interview. Thank you. Thank guys. you. Thank you.
1: Bye. Bye. Stay well. Bye.
0: This is Super Yacht Radio.